Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Show with host Paul Lawrence Van. This empowerment talk radio show moves listeners to live their best life possible. Paul provides an exceptional platform for experts to assist listeners in discovering how to be more, do more, and achieve more in life. Paul Lawrence Van is an entrepreneur, speaker, certified business coach, and author of the book Living on Higher Ground. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 646 646- Five nine five four seven nine seven, or join Paul in the web chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Paul Lawrence Van. Get ready for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. And good afternoon. This is Paul Lawrence Van from the Wealthy Speaker Show. And guess what? I am honored and glad to be with you this afternoon, the last Sunday of February. And, of course, it's based on an important topic today, and that is inspiration for everyday living. So if you came in at the right time in terms of listening, and for those of you who were listening on the archives, today's episode is really going to set you on fire in terms of looking at how you can have your best life possible. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van. I'm based out of the metropolitan Washington, D.C. area, and I've been broadcasting on this station and this show for upwards of nine years, and I'm glad to do it, honored to do it, and blessed to do it at the same time. As mentioned, I'm a certified spiritual coach, and what that allows me to do is to work with not only individuals but organizations to help them along their way because we all need it. And so thanks again for being with me. And today I'm going to talk to you about what it takes to navigate life today. And, of course, one of the things that I've noticed a lot, not only through people that I talk to on a daily basis, but also I see in the news media, on social media, on the Internet, as well as in the newspaper and magazines, is that it looks as though people not only in America but other parts of the world are really having a lot of life challenges. I find it to be very interesting considering we're in the 21st century now and we have technology that's working on our behalf. Uh, there are much, much more people in the world than there's ever been, over 7 billion people in all parts of the globe. However, we still have this issue about the problems that we may have in our lives. And I guess that's just a part of life itself. And so part of what I'm going to talk about uh, this afternoon is to discuss how to negotiate life on your own terms. That's going to be another aspect of this. And I'm going to start out by saying I know that many of you have pressures in your life. It could be an issue that you may have had with your parents. It could very well be an issue you have with your spouse or maybe even with your children. And uh, that's a pretty normal course since the creation of time. Uh, But what's different today is the fact that technology does allow us to be in contact with people all over the globe, literally at the same time, so virtually. And uh, part of what has happened with the economic downturn here in the United States and around the world is that people are still recovering from it. A lot of people lost their jobs, which meant a lot of people lost either the house that they own or the ability to rent property from someone. And that meant that more people have become homeless and more people are in need of jobs today. 
And so when we look at uh, how to navigate life today, uh, we have to really be determined, but not so much rely on ourselves because there are a lot of services out there uh, that can help us. But also the most important thing is that we turn to our creator, to God, to help us through this process. And so you're probably wondering now is, well, what do you mean by turn to God? Uh, Some people want to blame God for what has happened, but you couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, Life happens, and we, it's not what happens to us, as the quote goes, but how we respond to it. And so we want to get on that path and get a blueprint for success to help along the way. And my way of looking at things is to look at it from a spiritual standpoint standpoint first, because that's what things originate from and where things will always originate from. And so when we navigate life today, uh, I will encourage people, no matter what part of the country they're from, and I work with people from all over the world, and I know people from all over the world from my past uh, professional experience, and as everybody is pretty much looking for something similar. They're looking for something greater than themselves to help them to understand, to help them to appreciate, and then to also help them to overcome some of the quicksands of life, as I call it, uh, due to the pressure that that people are under the stress, and also being able to find a way uh, to get themselves out of the box or having painted themselves in the corner. And so, what I'm going to talk about right now is how to negate to negate to navigate to navigate life today. And uh, we're able to navigate life today uh, by simply looking inward because our creator God gave us everything that we need on the inside of us to not only live from that first breath of life, but all the way to the end through eternity. So we need to really get back to that fundamental and foundational aspect of whence we've come. Some of us grew up with parents that that were um, God-fearing people who were members of the church, went through, if you're a Christian, went through the baptism at the church through water and gave your life to God through Jesus Christ. And uh, you know uh, that if you went through that, then you really know What's your foundation? And for other people, for Muslim, uh, you have your source. Uh, for Catholics, you have your source. And even people with, uh, from the Greek Orthodox or Jewish people, everyone has their source. But all of our sources come from one God, and that's important to remember. And so when we navigate life today, uh, hopefully we all have our eyes on that prize, and that prize is for the God that we worship, who created us, that we get back to that because that's where our foundation is. And so I think that's so important. And uh, in order to navigate life on your own terms, is that we all have a choice to make. Uh, God, whoever your God is, you name who who that God is for you, and uh, you have to be able to go and turn to that God uh, that you believe in, and that's your foundation. And and you give yourself to your God to be obedient, not only to be uh, obedient, but to follow the commandments uh, that are intertwined and, and come through the doctrine of your particular uh, spirit uh, that you work with. And so that's that's very important as well. So let's get into it in terms of navigating life today. Well, navigating life today means that we live in a hurry-up, get-it-done-quick world. 
And we, in many ways, uh, get caught up into that, whether it's social media, whether it's on television. I know with the recent presidential election and congressional elections, there's a lot of stress on people here in America. Uh, a lot of people feel that uh, the current person who, who is leading our country is not the person that they wanted. And irregardless uh, of that fact, uh, he is the leader of the free world. Of, of United States of America. And so I really want to just let people know that we n really need to not focus on the president or the members of Congress or the Supreme Court, but to focus on God, because God has the final say in everything. And uh, it's important to understand that. Uh, what I want you to take away from this, uh, in this particular uh, block of what I'm talking about is, if you feel that because there's a president that's leading this country that they're also leading your life, then you could, couldn't be further from the truth. God is in control of everything. And so I'm going to share with you here in Ephesians 6.12, and it states, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And what that tells you is this has been going on for a long time because the Bible goes back over 2,000 years. So what we're, we're experiencing today and you're experiencing, people around the world experience with the people that leave their country, this has been going on for a long time. So we can't use today as an excuse because this, this happened even during the time of, of Jesus Christ who came here to save us. And he did so and he continues to do so. And so what we have to find ourselves doing is coming back to our foundation, and our foundation is the inward man and woman in our hearts, because when God creates each of us, he puts himself inside of us, and that's why the first thing that God does with each of us is search our heart. And when he search our heart, he knows that the truth is there. And no one can fool God. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your title is. There is no getting around God. You cannot fool God because he's with you all the time. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. And he's that way because he's on the inside of you. If you've accepted God and, and you've uh, given yourself and, and that you look at the example that Jesus Christ set in the world and all of, of God's uh, all, everything that he does is based on one word, and that word is love. That's right, L-O-V-E. Everything about God is based on love. And so if we find ourselves in a position where perhaps things aren't working out, the best thing that we can do for ourselves is look back on that word love because, you guessed it, God is love. He is love because he forgives us and we're not perfect people, but he knew that when he created us. But when we go back and we take a look at the fact that God gives us mercy, uh, he's compassionate, uh, his grace, uh, again, the love that he has for us, and all the things that he does to assist us on every given day. In fact, uh, when I was attending church services today, and the, uh, the um, chaplain who happened to lead, lead today's uh, uh, sermon, he stated that uh, God wants nothing but the best for us. He went on to say, and I'm going to share that with you, is that we need to trust God because when we, tr we trust people or trust things through experience, 
then we get more comfortable with it. And he used the example of a, one of the mothers who was sitting in the church, and she was holding her young baby, uh, pretty much a newborn baby, and she could hold that baby in her arms in such a way that the baby is comfortable with that, and the baby is comfortable with that because innately the baby is comfortable and trusts the mother to hold it. And uh, when you think about it, that's very true. And God also holds us in his arms, and so we should just trust God because when we think about the times we found ourselves in a situation that we had nothing to do with, we would just happen to be there, you may say the wrong place at the wrong time, that God kept us from being annihilated because when God releases us and lets us go, that's exactly what happened, happens to us and uh, is something for us to consider. Uh, let's move on. And again, that was Ephesians 6.12. Uh, to me, uh, everything that's taken place in the world today, uh, in some form or another, has happened before, 2,000, maybe even four or 5,000 uh, years ago. And uh, again, I'm going to want to repeat it. I want this to stick with you because it falls under that area of having the whole armor of God on. And so you'd be expecting almost anything, but you have the protection of God through his grace and through his mercy. Ephesians 6.12, again, I'll state for, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And so uh, let's go and move on to the next thing, to how do we negotiate life on your own terms. One thing that I will say to you right now is that uh, in order to negotiate and get yourself back on solid footing with God, because I had to do it, is to just give yourself over to God. And so you may be asking now, well, exactly, how do you do that? <laughs> well, the way you do that is to simply take action. You have to, you have to make a decision and have a decision point by saying, right now, at this very moment, I'm giving my life back to God. If my particular church and my beliefs based on my faith means that I have to get baptized, then I would do that. Whatever your church doctrine has or your, your, what you believe in, whatever their doctrine is, you do those things that will get you in right standing with God. And uh, one of the things that I always tell people is that you have to be willing to give up something to get something better. And to give up uh, living in the world, um, carousing, men carousing, women carousing, uh, cheating on your, your loved one, your spouse, or your, your, your significant other, who, whoever that happens to be, or mistreating your parents, or cheating, stealing from work, uh, running through red lights, uh, causing accidents, road rage, whatever it may be, doing drugs, whatever it may be. At some point in time, you have to come to the realization that you're going to have to stop doing that because those bad choices are going to put you in uh, bad standing with God, and it's not going to be good for your future. And so, uh, I, as, as I mentioned before, is give yourself over, and I'll use my example. Uh, I was in high school, and I became very sick. I ended up in hospital for an entire week. And on the second day of my hospitalization in my hometown in North Carolina, I started reading the Bible. And I didn't just read one chapter and put the Bible down. I read the entire Bible over the course of that week. And by the time that week was over, the Spirit came to me and told me, 
go back to church, get baptized in water again, and start working in church. Now, mind you, I was about to graduate a few months after that, uh, and uh, I also was planning on going to college. And all those things that I was told to do through the Spirit, I did them. And then it also told me what college I would go to. It told me what I would major in. And once I followed suit with everything that I knew that I experienced spiritually, I did those things. And it turned my entire life around. I don't have to justify it with anyone else, but I know for myself that that's what happened to me. And if it happened to me, it can happen to you. It's happened to many people. And so uh, give yourself over. And I started working in church. And for the course, the rest of my life, I've always been connected to a church based on my faith and my belief. And I followed the doctrines of the particular church uh, that I was in. And it's all through the spirit. And I want to talk a little bit about the spirit. I I was looking at the definition, definition of spirit. And spirit is breath. And so God, in essence, he is a spirit. God doesn't have to learn anything because he's all-knowing. When there was light, no light in Genesis, it tells us when he was creating the world, uh, when there was no light, he said, let there be light. So he worked in the darkness because he was the darkness, and he could manifest things out of nothing. And uh, I'll use an example. About a week ago, I was walking around a track like I do every day to improve my health, and there was no warning through the weather, uh, casters, or anyone. And all of a sudden, it started snowing. (laughs) But God can manifest things out of nothing. He doesn't need a weather forecaster to tell him uh, if it's going to snow. If if he wants it to snow, it will snow. And then it snowed, and I was was just amazed that along with other people I was walking with, and I took pictures of it. And then 30 minutes later, it was all gone as as if it never happened. So uh, one thing I want to do is look at how do we navigate life on our own terms. If you are really serious about turning your life around or you don't know how to do it, then reach out to a family member who does because you know exactly who the people are. It could be a parent, a cousin. It could be a aunt, a, aunt, a friend of the family, your local church. Uh, there are a lot of organizations, um, faith-based organizations that will reach out and help you Uh, to do that, but I really recommend if you're going to live life on your own terms, which means God wants you to live a really good life, then you'll find a way to do it. Now, if you want to stay out there and continue to do what you're doing, then go right ahead. But there are consequences with all the decisions that we make, and sometimes a hard lesson is what some people need. But I would I would rule against uh, uh, batting your head on the banging your head on the wall as opposed to getting that Bible out and start reading it. And I'm going to get to that later. And so one of the things I also talked about, so far I've talked about how to negotiate life today and then what you can do to negotiate life on your own terms. And now I'm going to talk about don't venture too far from your values. Each and every one of us who came into this world through the blessing of God, through parents, we, we know we have at least two parents involved in this, uh, we all know that when we came into this world, we did not sin. We didn't know what it was. We came in, we existed. Someone took care of us for X number of years, whether it's the parents, the grandparents, or whoever it was, through adoption. And so we learn these things, but learning things is also a form of acceptance. So uh, once we become adult and we come into the knowledge of what I call coming into the consciousness of our spirit, man or woman, 
then we have to make a serious decision. Do we follow God or do we follow the enemy of God? And it's a choice. And for me, it's a very easy choice to make. I'm following God, even if it means my life, taking my life. I'm following God. It does not matter uh, what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. I'm following God. I don't care what anyone's title is. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if you live in a gated community. I don't care. As long as I am obedient to God, that's the only thing that matters. And so you can tell that for me, I'm not going to venture far from my values. And my value tells me is, number one, the number one priority is that God is first, then myself, then my family, my community, and then my country and the rest of the world. Those are my priorities, my friends and and everything. So uh, I'm putting that out there to give you an opportunity to pause and think of how you want to live your life. Now, you can go on and keep on doing what you're doing, like, oh, man, you're not talking about nothing. That's fine. I'm not God. You still have to answer to God, and and that's really what we're talking about here. And, uh, again, I talked about don't allow the events of today to dictate your tomorrows. Never, ever give what I say a opportunity for the enemy of God to hold you back. For example, even if you were thrown in prison for selling drugs, if you were thrown in jail for, for, for stealing, for being a thief, whether it's for uh, whatever bad things that people do, that God will still forgive you. But he expects you not to keep repeating the same thing over and over again. God is sovereign. He has grace. He definitely has mercy because he knows he created us and he knew that we would do this in the first place. But he also wants to see that we learn from things. So God is going to always test us. He's going to always test us. I'll give you just a quick example real quick. And that example is uh, on Christmas, the day after Christmas, I was having breakfast with one of my cousins, and I had to make it back to Maryland real quick. I went to see my sisters and brothers, nieces and nephews, and in-laws for Christmas. And as I was returning, I made it just north of Richmond, Virginia. And all of a sudden, I lost power in my car. I couldn't steer my steering wheel or anything. I lost complete control. And I was driving about 60 miles per hour, and I was fortunately was in the right lane of the three lanes. And I put all the weight that I had on this steering wheel to get me off the ramp, off the highway. And I know that it wasn't me doing that because what had happened, the motor belt, broke on my car for the engine. So there was no power, no power steering. uh, And I was basically just kind of uh, holding on for dear life. (laughs) And so God gave me this test. And I I like to think that I passed that test because I never wavered or faltered in thinking that I wouldn't be able to make it home uh, to see my children. Unfortunately, they weren't with me on that day that I was returning. And uh, I was able to call my insurance company They sent a tow truck out, which is free. I sent my car to the dealer, left the car there. They gave me a rental vehicle, a loaner vehicle, and uh, I made my way home. And the next day, my children and I went back to pick up the car. But it was a test of faith, and uh, those things are going to happen in life. 
I don't care who you are, and it's happening right now to some of you all. And so I just wanted to put that out there just to let you know, don't allow the events of today to dictate your tomorrow. God wants us to keep going forward because the bottom line is all of us, me, you, and everybody else in this world, the 7 billion people, we're going to meet our maker one day. And what you did in your past in terms of how much money you had, the big house you had, the flashy cars you had, it's going to mean absolutely nothing to God. But guess what? They belong to God. Those things belong to God. He'll enjoy them, but you won't because uh, we'll be in the spirit form then. And so it's very important for us to, to get real about what we are doing today. Now, lastly, I want to talk about how to increase your faith in God. To me, this is the most important part of it I talked about earlier. And part of that was making that decision today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today, to make the decision, to finally make the decision like I did to say, you know what, this other thing here ain't working in the world. Uh, You know, out here, these temptations with the devil, it doesn't work. Commit to God and commit today and give your life to God. Once you do that, you go on in church and uh, or the, the, the mosque or you go to um, the Jewish community center, wherever you go, uh, you go there, give your life over, be a part of that community, and your life will change and be so much better. It will be so much better. And I know this from personal account, but to increase your faith, uh, for me, uh, Christians, we're going to go in here and we're going to want to get into the Word of God by reading the Bible. We're also going to participate in church, uh, be it uh, some committee. I was on the helps committee uh, once before. I also delivered uh, different uh, scripture readings in church. I also had my children to both be baptized in church together and attend vacation Bible school but getting actively involved because God is about action. So you become baptized, you take action, not only now that your life has improved, to try to help someone else, you know, to give them the good news. As Jesus talked to the uh, disciples, he told them, uh, I'm going to be leaving you all. And they said, well, where are you going? How can we go there? He said, the place I'm going, you can't go with me. But I want you to do one thing. I want you to spread the good news, and I want you all to love each other because if you the people see that you love each other then they know that I love you and through that love they will know who we are and uh, they did that to the very end all the disciples and it wasn't easy but they all did it and here we are today in the year 2017 and that message is still getting out loud and clear for those with an open heart so to increase your faith Give your life, make the decision to uh, give your life over to God. Uh, get into the Word of God, whether it's, it's the, um, the Bible, uh, it's the Torah, um, whatever it happens to be. Also, uh, the thing that you want to do is be active in church and work in church. And then last but not least is to not only do it for a season, but to do it for the rest of your life and go on through eternity because, as I stated before, uh, God is spirit, and the fact that he's spirit, uh, you can't get away from God. God is everywhere, 
and uh, he'll be looking for us at the end of our days, and only he knows when that time is. And when we go, we want to ensure that we did all that we could in our power for God to be in the favor of God for what we want to do. And so uh, today it's really been an honor to uh, be back here on the Wealthy Speaker Show. As I mentioned earlier, it was all about how to navigate life today. And I wanted to share with you the inspiration for everyday living. And I've only shared a small amount with you here uh, this afternoon. I want to wish all of you well because really that's what life is all about. I don't wish any anyone ill. I continue to pray not only for uh, God to forgive me of my sins, but also I pray for his grace and mercy, his compassion, of course his love. I pray for my family. I pray for other families. I have uh, people that I know that are, are going through a crisis right now uh, with many people who are, are dealing with cancer at this time, and I'm praying to God that he will make everyone heal everyone and make them whole. And so I'm thanking God for that, and my faith lets me believe and know that it's all possible. So I want to say to you in these final seconds, thank you all for honoring me by listening to this live as well as in the archive and recommend it to to other people. Just have them go to uh, Blog Talk Radio and look for the Wealthy Speaker Show with me, your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Uh, We're nearing the end of the month of February. It's, of course, a short month, but I look forward to uh, hosting a show on Monday evening at 7 p.m. and uh, looking at just a tremendous uh, group that are coming in who is going to be providing some really fantastic, fantastic poetry. And the group is called uh, Collective Voices uh, Poetry Ensemble, and they're going to be doing just an amazing job. And I want you to join me on uh, Monday evening at 7 p.m., on the Wealthy Speaker Show, and it's really going to be just a tremendous uh, program, and I want you all to be there, and I want you to enjoy uh, this group. They're going to do just a phenomenal job. So have a great Sunday evening and Sunday night. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Show, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful evening, and God bless you and your family. Good evening. Thank you for listening to The Wealthy Speaker Show with host Paul Lawrence Van. We recommend you inform your friends, family, and colleagues to tune in and listen to the archive of this show. Discover more about Paul and The Wealthy Speaker Show by going to www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show. Until then, continue being who you were purposed to be in life.